0: Christ, let me get my shit together someday somewhere somehow. Thank you for joining me uh, We're back With the debate continuing on uh, Due to technical difficulties because I am a poor dumb rebel um, I've had to split these into parts um, I'm doing the best that I can though. Hey, there's, there's me on on the stretch. Hey, I I meant to click this one. Yes, um, back to the debate. Uh, we just got a uh, bit of talk about the economy. Now, Chris Wallace shall ask his next question. Let's get into it. No delay. ...of
1: masks as a disease preventer. And, in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning no, the, the, the efficacy effect, okay. of masks? No, I think okay. You have mask? to understand,
2: if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test, and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to, but I wear like masks. When
0: it came out recently that Trump was late to the debate and was not able to get a test. So.
2: When needed, when needed, I wear a mask Okay, let me ask. I don't, have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking... Two hundred feet away from it, he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. Uh,
1: I will say, five, I, will, uh,
0: I like how Biden having the biggest mask that Trump has ever seen is like uh, just—it's ad hominem, but it's also like somehow like a worthy of attack. Like uh, honestly, the bigger the mask, the better. Why are we why are we pretending that masks don't work now? I thought you said you wear masks.
1: Uh,
0: Vice President Biden, go ahead, sir.
3: Look, the way to open businesses. Is- is given them the wherewithal to be able to open. We provided money, the
1: Congress— But I was asking you, sir, about masks.
3: Well, mask, masks make a big difference. His own head of the CDC said, if we just wore masks between now— if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to 100,000 lives. It matters. And they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said. No the no serious person said the opposite. They've no. Says, well, look right, at Dr. You. Fauci.
2: Dr. Fauci said the he opposite. He did not I, I say the opposite. I want to ask we he got a very bit strongly more than a minute left in this masks segment. Masks are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said, masks good. I, I I'm okay ask, with masks. I'm I want to ask you both masks. about one
1: last subject because your different approaches has even affected the way that you have campaigned. Uh, President Trump, you're holding a large. Ra- I think
0: what we're being pretty unclear about here. Anthony Fauci did say early on that when you're dealing with an outbreak, a mask really isn't going to do much for you. And he was speaking mostly about the cloth masks that average citizens have to wear because N95s are hard to come across. We're not really even sure of the efficacy of the N95s, 100%, because those were built for uh, previous influenza strains and not necessarily the novel coronavirus. But it could still be effective. Um, m- much more effective than a cloth mask. But the thing is, though, is that with a cloth mask, you really want to try and focus in on having as many... Like, you want to have less people infected. That's the way it's going to work. If you have less people infected and more people wearing masks, it shortens the transmission. But if you have more people infected and people wearing masks, it's going to be very difficult to control that situation just because the amount of droplets in the air is still going to increase exponentially because you have so many people who are infected with it. So to just say that Anthony Fauci is just this or just that, it it, it robs the American voter of actually being informed because neither of these gentlemen are bringing any truth or education or any information that would benefit the American voter. Rallies with crowds packed together,
1: thousands of people- Outside. Outside, yes, sir, agreed. Uh, Except for the Tulsa rally, inside, that was inside. Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events- Because nobody pe- will show up. People with- <laughs> Well, it's true, <laughs> nobody shows up to his rallies. All right, All right. in any case, why you hold- it's just so petty. It's just so petty. Holding the big rallies, why you not? You go first, sir.
2: Because people want to hear what I have to say. I mean, but are you not not worried about
0: I like how he uh, skirts the uh, responsibility of doing his rallies in a safe environment by saying that uh, people want to show up. So I just, I just, I can't tell them no. President, And
2: I'll have twenty-five, thirty-five thousand 35,000 people show up at airports. We use airports. Are you not hangings, worried about the we have disease issues, a lot of people well, so far, we have had no problem whatsoever. It's outside. That's a big difference, according to the...
0: <laughs> no problem so far. Um, there, the Tulsa rally, um, it was a uh, surge event, and it killed Herman Cain. So, n- no, no negative effects.
2: Experts. And we do them outside. We have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every... And, and literally on 24 hours' notice... And Joe does the circles and has three people someplace. Okay. Uh, by the way, did, that, you, did, that, did, that, did you see
3: one of the last big rallies he has, and a reporter came up to him to ask him a question. He said, no, 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 stand back. Right. Put on your mask. Put on a mask. Have you been tested? I'm way, I'm way far away from those other people. That's what he said. I can't. I, I'm going to be okay. He's not worried about you. He's not worried about the people out there breathing in one another. We've other. had no the negative effect. No yeah. negative effect. We've Herman had K. no negative effect. And we've well, had...
2: 35, forty thousand right.
0: people wanna... want these rally no negative effect Herman Kane um... July 8th 2020 Oklahoma City health official says Trump rally likely source of virus surge. Yep. Tulsa. Um, Tulsa. 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 As if we're only talking about Tulsa. There was other rallies that he had that I feel like we're not covering very well, but we're just ignoring Tulsa. In, In this segment here, we seem to be ignoring Tulsa. Tulsa still Tulsa it's all Tulsa I hate how the algorithms just they will give me the same amount or the same story here the over and over again he's holding other rallies and uh, to think that he hasn't contributed to more is just pretty upsetting Yeah, I mean the Tulsa rally seems to be the only example that you can find on news resources that Trump contributed to a likely source of being the surge of a virus. And then now recently we have the Rose Garden massacre. But yeah, it, apparently we don't have uh we we don't have enough data to attribute all of his rallies to him. This is coming from the Nevada Independent. Um, top officials the Nevada Independent reports top officials leading Nevada's coronavirus response are projecting an uptick in COVID-19 cases in the coming weeks noting the crowds over Labor Day weekend and two campaign rallies held by President Donald Trump in defiance of state, state health and safety directives this weekend that was reported September 13th 2020 so i think by now we would probably have better numbers here Um, but unfortunately the reporting on his rallies and the spread of the virus it just doesn't seem to be really uh, covered that well to be perfectly honest with you i don't think either people aren't paying attention to it or the uh, news itself is being buried i'm not sure Let's see. So maybe if we go... Hmm. October 1st, we had 772 new cases in... Nevada, which might be considered a surge, because as I see here, yesterday there was 778. Um, When the article was written, they had 226 cases, Um, and that was right around their average. Nevada's kind of all over the place, though. Um, Back in... August thirteenth they had a thousand ninety nine new cases. And I can't remember if it if that is also related to a Trump rally, but it seems here that there is a bit of an uptake come October first of seven hundred seventy two not exactly two weeks after um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We need to follow the Trump rallies a bit better to see uh, how many people are getting infected by them. But uh, the Tulsa rally um, seems like to be the only one that everybody's focusing on, and that is the one that Herman Cain died at. He took a picture of himself not wearing a mask, and and then he died. So... Please. just yes. quickly finish yeah. up because i want to move on to our next yes
3: one. i would he's been totally irresponsible the way in which he has handled the the social distancing and people wearing masks
0: Basically, Well, he's also ignored like state orders
3: we encourage them not to he's all right Ben, he's a fool on this if
1: you could get
3: the
2: crowds you would have done the same thing but you can't nobody cares gentlemen can we move on nobody to the economy
1: e- gentlemen can we move on to the economy yes the economy is, I think it's fair to say, recovering faster than expected from the shutdown in the second quarter. The unemployment rate fell to 8.4% last month. The Federal Reserve says the hit to to growth, which is going to be there, is not going to be nearly as big as they had expected. President Trump, you say we are in a V-shaped recovery. Uh, Vice President Biden, you say it's more of a K-shape. What difference does that mean to the American people in terms of the economy. President Trump, in this segment, you go first.
2: So we built the greatest economy in history. We closed it down because of the China plague. When the plague came in, we closed it down, which was very hard psychologically to do. He didn't think we should close it down, and he was wrong. And again, two million people would be dead now, instead of still 204,000 people is too much. One person is too much. Should have never happened from China.
0: Uh, should have never happened, but the thing about these viruses and pandemics and all of that shit is that it's actually inevitable. We're going to be facing more down the line. So to say that it never should have happened makes it sound like it's always going to be preventable, which is a lie. Um, the other thing that I just want to acknowledge is that Trump was dealing with an economy like aftershock effect from the Obama-Biden administration. Uh, the slowest recovery since World War II, but also uh, recovery, nonetheless, that was then shattered to pieces, yes, by the coronavirus. But um, we were already expecting a recession from Trump's tax policies. Uh, now we're just kind of seeing a worse effect because of coronavirus.
2: But what happened
0: to- and also, too, is that he, he brags that, like, if uh, Biden was president, there would have been like two million deaths. And that's one of those talking points that he uses over and over again. He's like, well, there could have been two two million, but there's only 200000. And it's like, well, the two million number was if we don't do anything at all. So I'm not again, I just don't find that to be a talking point that's uh, worthy of being used. I don't think it actually helps him
2: there's We closed it down, and now we're reopening, and we're doing record business. We had 10.4 million people in a four-month period that we've put back into the workforce. That's a record the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And he wants to close down the... He will shut it down again. He will destroy this country. You know, a lot of people, between drugs and alcohol and depression, when you start shutting it down, you take a look at what's happening at some of your Democrat-run states where they have these tough shutdowns. And I'm telling you, it's because they don't want to open it. One of them came out last week. You saw that. Oh, we're gonna open up on November 9th. Why November 9th? Because it's after the election. They think they're hurting us by keeping them closed. They're hurting people.
1: Yeah,
0: correlation is not causation. They can
2: social distance, they can wash the hands, they can wear masks, they can do whatever they want. But they gotta open these states up. When you look at North Carolina, when you look, and these governors are under siege, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and a couple of others, you gotta open these states up. It's not fair. You're talking about almost it's like being in prison. And you look at what's yeah. going on with divorce. It's like at-
0: being in prison, except you, uh, you have Netflix, you have DoorDash, you, have, you can still get liquor. It's not like being in prison. And the fact that Americans are willing to conflate those two ideas is uh, how spoiled we truly are.
2: At what's going on with alcoholism and drugs it's a very very sad thing and he'll close down the whole country this...
0: it's not just the lockdowns that are causing that i feel like it's existential dread and i don't think president trump helps that very much
2: guy will close down the whole country and destroy our country our country is coming back incredibly well oh. setting records as it does it we don't need somebody to come in and say let's shut it down
1: all right your two minutes sir we're now moved to you as I as I said, posing the question, the president says it's a V-shaped recovery. You say it's a K-shaped recovery. What's the difference?
3: The difference is, millionaires and billionaires like him, in the middle of the COVID crisis, have done very well. Another billionaires have made another 300 billion dollars
0: uh, because no. of his was actually 600
3: profligate tax uh, uh, proposal, and he only focused on the market. But you folks at home. You folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working-class towns in America. How well are you doing? This guy paid well, a total of $750 in wrong. taxes. Sir, sir wait, wait, no, sir. It's just the two- wrong state.
1: Yeah, I understand. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Do I get my
3: time back? The fact is that he has, in fact, worked on this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office, having fewer jobs in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs and when he became friends, first one in American history. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who have been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the American? You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home in terms of your health and your safety. Schools, why aren't schools open? Because it costs a lot of money to open them safely. You know, they were going to give, his administration was going to give the teachers and school students masks. And then they decided, no, couldn't do that because it's not a national emergency. Not a national emergency. They've done nothing to help small businesses. Nothing. They're closing. One in six is now gone. He ought to get on the job and take care of the needs of the American people so we can open safely. All right.
0: It's actually not one in six. It's, uh, it was 50%, uh, Joe. 50% of small businesses
1: Your time is up, sir. We are going to get to the... I have to to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir.
2: Excuse me. He made a statement. So did you. People want their schools... No. People want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want their state shut down. They want their restaurants. I look at New York. It's so sad what's happening in New York. It's almost like a ghost town. And I'm not sure it can ever recover what they've done in New York. People want their places open. They want to get back to their lives. People They'll be careful, be but they want their schools open. I'm the one safe. that brought back football. By the way, I brought back
1: Big Ten football. <laughs> it was
2: me, and it, I'm very happy to do it. And <sighs> All the right, people of a, Ohio
0: are very proud of me. And you know to One how- in six businesses are shut down, Mr. President. Actually, 50%. But at least you brought back Big Ten football. American patriotism is saved.
2: Back. We're, it gentlemen, we're going to get
0: to your economic
1: plans going forward in a moment. But first, Mr. President, as you well know, there's a new report that in 2016, the year you were elected president, and 2017, your first year as president, that you paid $750 a year in federal income tax each of those years. I know that you pay... A lot of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question. Is it true that you paid seven hundred fifty dollars in federal income taxes each of those two years?
2: I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers tax paid I paid, I paid returns. thirty-eight million dollars one year. I paid twenty-seven million dollars. Show us your tax returns. Year. I went uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, oh. if you want to do, go to the Board of Elections. There's a 118-page or so report that says everything I have, every bank I have, I'm totally under leveraged because the assets are extremely uh, good, and we have a very, we have a. We, I built sir, a great I'm asking company. you a
1: specific question, which but is. Let me tell you. I understand all of that. I understand all of that. I, I all but, of that. As, me, I, no, Mr. President, go ahead. I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars. So, yes. not seven hundred million dollars of dollars. And you'll get to see it. I, I, and you'll get to when? see it. But and let me just I? tell
2: you, Chris, let me just tell you something. <laughs> it was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer, I was a private business people. Like every other private person, he just admitted stupid, the truth there. They
0: go through. He just admitted the truth there that he does not want to help fund the government. And the government is the representative body of the American people.
2: the laws and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits, we build the building and we get tax credits like the hotel. On- it's true
0: that uh, the tax policies have been pro-corporate for a very long time. And here's the thing, Trump's corporate tax, uh, his bill, uh, not different. It's actually, it it benefits corporations even more. And he just admit that he doesn't like taxes. He doesn't like the government being funded. So if you like your government to actually be effective in creating better infrastructure and possibly even giving medical care to all of its citizens, you want to fund your government.
2: On Pennsylvania Avenue, you get okay. a massive, which, by the way, was given to me by the Obama administration, if you can believe that. Now, the man got yeah, fired no, 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 right after that happened. But Vice that's President a,
1: Biden, you want to respond?
3: Yeah, I do want to respond. Look, the tax code that made him, the, put him in a position that he pays less tax than a schoolteacher makes, on the, on the money a school teacher makes, is because of him Take he says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code. And he does take advantage of the tax cut. That's why I'm going to eliminate the Trump tax cuts. And we're going to, we're, I'm going to eliminate those tax okay. cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who, in fact, need the help. People out there need help. But why didn't, didn't you, do you do it over the you last
0: 25
2: years? Because you weren't president screwing no, no, no. things up. No. You were a senator. You're and by the, the way, worst you president vice... America has hey. ever had. Let me just tell you, Joe, I've done more. I like that. In 47 months, I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen, fixing the broken military
1: that you gave me, including let's, let's, taking care we're of your talking, vets. Mr. President, we're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going forward, because, uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan, if you were to be elected not. president, uh, focuses a lot on big government, big taxes, big spending. I want to focus first on the taxes. You propose more than $4 trillion over a decade in new taxes on individuals making more than $400,000 a year and on corporations. President Trump says that that kind of an increase in taxes is going to hurt the economy as it's just coming out of a recession. Well,
3: just take a look at what as the...
0: Uh, uh, ...points out that... What my economic plan would create well what they just like we just admitted earlier biden said 300 billion dollars it's upwards to 600 billion dollars that billionaires made and uh there's worries that if we increase taxes during a recession that big businesses are going to be okay it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and it's just all about profit that's the thing. As long as they, they have to make profit. That's why. So if we increase the taxes on them and they can't make as much as profit, not successful. Not success. That's anti-American. Jesus
3: Christ. Create 7 million more jobs in his in four years, number one. And number two, it would create an additional $1 trillion in economic growth because it would be about buying American that we have to we're going to make this federal government spend 600 billion dollars a year on everything from ships to steel to buildings and the like and under my
0: I think for the most part all Americans really make is like phones and guns military equipment
3: Proposal: We're going to make sure that every penny of that has to be made by a company. But, but respectfully, sir,
1: so I'm talking about taxes, not spending.
3: Oh, well, by the way, I'm going to eliminate a significant number of the tax. I'm going to make the 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 corporate tax 28 percent. It shouldn't be 21 percent. You
0: have. I think Trump dropped it from 35 to 20. And Biden saying, "Ah, oh, I'll bring it up to 28." Which sounds like a plea to billionaires to be like, please just accept this bit of a tax increase so that I can be president and we don't have to go down this fascist road. Have nineteen
3: company, ninety-one companies, federal—I mean—in the Fortune Five Hundred who don't pay a single penny in tax, making billions of dollars. Why didn't you do it before, billions before when of when you were Vice President? Because with Obama. Because you, in fact, passed that. That that's was. Right.
0: Your- He's like that's right. He's like, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you have better taxes before, before Obama, uh, when when you were in office? And it's like, well, we're not. Well, he's talking about dealing with the situation we're in now. Like they dealt with it, they had a very better economy than uh, Bush, Bush did, because Bush inherited the economy that Clinton gave him and crashed it, and now uh, Trump is getting the economy that Biden and Obama gave him and is now crashing it. I just want you to marinate on that real quick while I hit the bathroom. Oh, man. This is just, this is bad. This is bad for America. If we're not a nation in decline, I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh, man. All right, you got to love the silence. Oh, man, no, I didn't wash my hands. I used hand sanitizer. Sue me. Sue me. Sue me so fucking hard. All right, let's get back to it.
2: Your I tax proposal. It. I got it done. And you know what happened? Yeah, you got it done. Our economy boomed and like the, it's and never and boomed before. The economy well, Mr. President, let, let me finish.
1: Wait, no, let me, Mr. President, let me pick up on that. You would continue Your free market approach, lower taxes, more deregulation—correct? Not
3: lower taxes, American people.
1: Excuse me. But in but in Obama's, you talk about the economy booming. It turns out that in Obama's final three years as president, more jobs were created—a million and a half more jobs than in the first three years of your presidency.
2: They had the slowest recovery, since economic recovery since 1929.
0: My favorite. 1929 is when it crashed so that wouldn't be the time of that recovery um and also too uh he just goes back to that talking point that rhetorical propaganda because he can't actually address what obama and biden did to create that amount of jobs
2: it was the slowest, which they recovery. didn't create. They just also, created incentives. They took over something that was down here. All you had to do is turn on the lights, and you pick up a lot. But they had the what slowest we're... economic recovery. See, since he 19... even
0: acknowledges it. That if you know, if the economy is in decline, and you create jobs, um, or you, you're recovering jobs, so he even acknowledges that his own, like, oh, I've created six hundred thousand jobs in uh, this amount of time during the coronavirus. It's like, no, you recover jobs that were destroyed basically people there's more people on unemployment and then now there's slightly less it's not creating jobs that's giving jobs back
2: 29 let me tell you about the stock market when the stock market goes up that means jobs it also means 401ks if you got in if you ever became president with your ideas you want to terminate my tax my taxes I, i'll tell you what you'll lose half of the companies that have poured in here will leave, and plenty After of companies, companies that are already here, they'll leave for other places. Have they will leave, and you will have a I've depression been, the I've likes been,
3: of which you've never seen. Look, Mr. we Beisbrough. inherited the worst recession short of a depression in American history. True. I was asked to bring it back. We were able to have an economic recovery that created the jobs you're talking about. We handed him a booming economy. He blew it. It wasn't he
2: booming. Blew it. He blew it wasn't it. booming. It, it, was, was,
3: it was the weakest the,
2: recovery well, sir, it since the Wait, wait. Is
1: it, fair to, is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, it was re- no. when there was record un- low unemployment yeah. before COVID?
3: Yeah, but, but because what he did even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in the hole. Excuse me, one. Chris, Why number are two. we
0: pretending that manufacturing really is ever going to increase yet again in America? Um, we're automating the fuck out of as much shit as we can. Pardon my French, but it's kind of ridiculous to think that manufacturing jobs and then certain retail jobs like eventually we're going to reach the point that Yuval Noah Harari has spoken about called the useless class where there is a subset of Americans who cannot find work because a lot of these uh, low skill labor jobs are given away to robots. So for him to say that manufacturing went down in the hole, it's like that's just actually progression of time and the advancement of technology in the United States, which we can't really seem to solve without what Andrew Yang had proposed as universal basic income, because that allows uh, Americans who either work less or not at all to actually still have power uh, to buy and survive. So the, the jobs argument's always been kind of ridiculous because we don't actually um, give enough people with specialization. We're a very we're we're a country with very low specialization, but a very high uh, labor market, and so that's why we're seeing massive disparities. Is because the specializations aren't being um, automated, whereas low skill labor is, whether it's manufacturing, uh, retail. Uh, At some point it could be sales the whole robo calls. um, There's there's a lot. There's a lot going to robots
2: Chris number three. They said it would take no you're number two. No, Chris Chris They said it would take a miracle to bring back manufacturing. I brought back 700,000 jobs. They brought back nothing. They gave up on manufacturing
0: I Got a fact check Trump this came out after the debate uh cnn reports that trump made a false claim about his record on manufacturing and coal jobs um this was not even true before the pandemic driven recession that's funny driven recession um it, i would have said pandemic exacerbated recession Because, again, like I said, and I have an article on it on poordumbrebellion.net when I covered his tax bill, is that a lot of people were already predicting a recession at that time. That we were already going to experience a recession this year, and it's been exacerbated by the uh, pandemic. But as of February, 483,000 manufacturing jobs had been added during Trump's presidency. As of the most recent data from August, 237,000. Manufacturing jobs had been lost under Trump. So he brought back 483, and then that was basically cut in half. Um, As of August, 5,300 coal mining jobs had been lost under Trump. As of February, it was a loss of 1,000. And the industry generally continues to decline Uh, amid a continued shift by utility companies toward cheaper natural gas and cleaner renewables. U.S. coal production fell in 2019 to the lowest level since 1978 when there was a major strike. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) It fell down to uh, strike levels when the workers refused to work. Uh, Multiple coal companies have filed for bankruptcy in 2019 and 2020. So, and this is like one of the critiques that I have of Biden at this debate is that he doesn't really address the things that Trump says. He's not quite on the ready for a lot of of the fastballs that Trump throws out because he makes a lot of false claims and Biden was not equipped to, uh, get all of them. He, and I, I do wish that he did spend a bit more time to, um, address the actual things that Trump says because he could have noticed like, well, yeah, you, uh, there was this many manufacturing jobs and now there's this many, uh, what, what, wh- where did that loss come from?
3: Not My standard fare. I'm the guy that we brought back. I was asked to bring back Chrysler and General Motors. We brought them back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He
0: brought him back is a funny word. Um, they, the, I remember that the, uh, government, they didn't bring him back. They actually acquired all the assets. So basically, they bailed him out.
3: Blew it. They're gone. He blew it. And in fact, they're gone. Ohio had the
2: best year yeah. it's ever had last year.
3: Michigan yeah. had the best
2: year they've ever had. That is not Many true. Many car companies no, came no, in no. from Germany, from Japan, not,
0: not, went to. And that's what I'm saying, too, is that um, Joe Biden just saying, oh, that's not true. He really needs to extenuate why that's not true.
3: Michigan it,
2: went no, to it, and they Mr. didn't Vice, come wait, in with
0: you. Then, Mr. Vice President, go ahead.
3: And so you take a look at what he's actually done. He's done very little. His trade deals are the same way. He talks about these great trade deals. You know, he talks about the art of the deal. China's made, perfected the art of the steel. We have a higher deficit with China now than we did before. We have the That's highest defi- trade deficit China with Mexico. Lunch, right, eight, 10%, in, 10%, in, China, China ate your in, lunch. All right, China ate your lunch, Joe, but, and no
2: wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out He takes out billions of dollars, takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, while we're at it.
0: What's really great here is that Trump gets into attacking Hunter Biden because he has nothing like to attack Joe Biden on his record for in the trade deals. Like He can say, yeah, TPP was bad. Um, But, uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? So it would have been great, too, if Joe Biden had much more specific data on how Trump's trade deals have not benefited Americans. Um, Trump has had to bail out farmers multiple times. And I think that has a lot to do with his trade deals. Um, So
2: Why is it, just out of curiosity... The mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with barista
3: none to of
0: deserve it? A- yeah, and so Trump's also using like fringe conspiracy theories that came out like on The Federalist. I, I covered this one recently uh, during the McEn- uh, Kaylee Mackin uh, I still can't say her name, McEnany? McEnany? Um During her press conference briefing, she brought this up. And it's uh, it was reported by the Federalist talking about how Moscow's mayor, uh, mayor's wife had given three point five million to the equity firm or the investment firm that Joe Biden's son works for or also founded. There's three founders of that business and they accepted an investment from an investor because that's what they do. But uh, Trump's here to just twist it a little bit to make it sound like uh, Biden's family works with China directly, robbing Americans of something. But his wasn't there a Trump Tower in Moscow being built before Trump became president? 183,000. dollars. question but an answer. If not
3: none of that is true is really, totally he didn't get and half million. Hey, Mr.
1: President is totally President.
0: See, and it's exhausting because Joe Biden even has this face of like I'm just so too I'm just so old and tired. I'm too old and tired to even just respond to this. He has the face of exhaustion. Which just it, it's uh, that's why I don't think he was the best candidate for the DNC to pick. But obviously, if they want Trump to win, then he was the best candidate for him to pick. Please
3: totally discredit it, totally discredit it. And by the way, well, wait, the he tar- didn't get the tar- and a half
1: million dollars, Joe. Mr. Vice, President. He got three Mr. President, million
3: dollars. That is not true. Oh, really? Mr. Oh, president,
1: Mr. You, it's, a, it's an open discussion. Please. Uh, you, you, it's a fact. Well, There's, you there is have raised a an issue. Let the, the been Vice totally President answer. discredited. Did Burisma there was a pay report, him $183,000 a
2: month with he, no experience he, in energy?
3: Mr. Look, president, no my son did nothing wrong at Burisma. I think he did. Mr. President, let him, him answer. He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His position has been totally, thoroughly discredited by who? In Ukraine. The media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by because our allies, by the World Bank, by er- by everyone has discredited. Matter of fact, Dude, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified stop. under oath. He's going to go. So let me ask you anyway, yep. No, no, oath. go ahead, Mr. Every, I'm listening every, to you. The people under, you got three he, and a half million testified, te- He testified under oath in his administration.
0: The equity firm that Hunter Biden have found with two other partners received $3.5 million from the uh, the wife of a former mayor of Moscow. So it's pretty obvious here. Joe Biden is not explaining himself, which, you know, probably because even explaining that doesn't really paint his son being very pro-american but it is just business honestly and then uh but trump is ob- is being so vague and broad with the allegations that there's uh th- it's just enough to uh get the conspiratorial side of his base really riled up and to paint joe as like this you know career politician corrupt swamp monster um trump has the same kind of deals same kind of deals across the across the the, the globe so
3: Said I did my job and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it like honorably. Know who they are. Every, well, I'll give you the list of I'll the people them. who testified. No, no, go ahead, her. sir. Sure, you, they, you've already fired most of them because they did some a good job. Some people
1: don't well, do a good job. The, with you, go go you well, here's the, fi- the Wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. President. Well,
3: it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This. Hey, hey this let me person. just say you.
1: No, no, no. I'm no, Mr. President. Three and a half
3: million, That is simply why did he deserve three and a half million from Moscow? Look, here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics.
0: And it's not good that he like uh, moves away from actually talking about what Trump's talking about. Because if he did, he could point out tr- uh, Trump's just lying or exaggerating the truth.
3: I don't want to do that. I mean, his family, we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family's, no, do, my, my family, family already lost wrote. a
2: fortune by okay. coming down and helping us with government. Go ahead, and that's every, such a, a, here, Mr. President. That's such every every a great...
3: Every single one of them lost a fortune... This is not about my family or his family. It's government. about your family. The American people, he doesn't... That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need, you, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about. Here. All right, that's the end of the, uh, That's
1: the end of the Shouldn't segment. It we're, mo- the we're moving on. He it didn't take them. Well, Vice President, it, Chris, it, I, can I be honest? It's a
2: very important. Try to question. be honest. No, he, stood up, no, he stood I, I, up. No, the answer to the he question is no.
1: Ukraine. I, no, I, sir. With a billion dollars, if you of you know what you're That is absolutely not true. You're doing You're going to have true. Gentlemen,
0: I hate. I really hope that the next debate since Trump has to be probably in quarantine, I really hope that they do it remotely and that they can mute both of them. Because this is just a massive disservice to Americans and I'm sure this is at the point where people really tuned out and just turned it off.
1: To raise my voice but I see it seems to be, why should I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. good point. We have six segments. We have ended that segment, we're going to go to the next segment. In that segment. You each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two uninterrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But we, we, I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting well, that's than that's all right, has. but he does plenty. Well, less than, <laughs> sir, less There's
0: than plenty. No. He does plenty, but I don't think uh, Biden had 128. It's been reported that Trump, in the course of this entire debate, interrupted Joe Biden 128 times. How many times did Joe Biden interrupt Trump? Spelled interrupt wrong. Uh, I, I asked about Joe Biden. I guess nobody counted Joe's interruptions. So I, I don't really like that. I wish they just had a clear number for both of them. But here's the, uh, uh, they, uh, rated the truth behind why did Hunter Biden deserve three and a half million from Moscow and they rated it limited and disputed evidence. Trump hit an unverified story about Biden's son Hunter over and over again. Why is it just out of curiosity? The mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. Trump said, a Senate Republican report said the widow of the ex-mayor sent $3.5 million to an American account in 2014. Republicans tied Biden to the account but refused to share any documents that might substantiate that. Hunter Biden's lawyer said he had no connection to the account. Democratic Senate staff said they've seen the documents that Republicans have and that they don't tie Hunter Biden to the account. Um, again, I was just... I just wanted to... Uh, get how many times Biden interrupted because Trump had a record 128. He interrupted Hillary about 50 times. This one says 73 times. All right. The consistency of American news is just hogwash. Oh, my God. No, less
1: than you have. Ugh. Let's please continue on. The issue of race. Vice President Biden, you say that President Trump's response to the violence in Charlottesville three years ago when he talked about very fine people on both sides was what directly led you to launch this run for president. Oh, yeah, sure. President Trump, you have often said that you believe you have done more for black Americans than any president, with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. My question for the two of you is why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with the race issues facing this country over the next four (laughs) years? Vice President Biden...
0: It's just amazing that we have this segment, right? And then conservatives just constantly say America is not racist. But then we have this segment where we have to specifically talk about the race issues in America, (laughs) You'll go first.
3: It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require, require equity for everyone, equality for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked away from it like he has done. It is true, the reason I got in the race is when those people, close your eyes, remember what those people looked like, coming out of the fields carrying torches, their veins bulging, spewing, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed, and they asked the president what he thought. He said there were very fine people on both sides. No president has ever finish said this anything save. like it, that. Finish it, this. It, it is who in sir. Second point I'd make to you is that when... Floyd was killed. When Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military do use tear gas on him, so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then, what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was the disgrace. The general who was with him said, "I mean, he always, I'm pretty
0: sure that one of the members of the church was in the crowd that got tear gas."
3: All he ever wants to do is divide people, not unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African Americans. One in one thousand African Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year one in 500 will have been killed one in 500 african-americans this man this man is the is a savior of african-americans this man cares at all this man's done virtually nothing look the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about you have to look at what he did and what he did has been disastrous for the african-american community
1: so president trump you have two minutes why should Americans trust you over your opponent to deal with racism. He did a
2: crime bill, 1994, where you called them super predators, African-Americans, the super predators, and they've never Not forgotten it. it. They've never
1: forgotten it, Jefferson. No, no, sir, it's his two minutes. So
2: you did that, and they call you a super predator, and I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American... Population community, you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 19, and that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time because they saw what you did. You call them super predators, and you've called them worse than that because you look back at your testimony over the years, you've called them a lot worse than that as far as the church is concerned and as far as the general. Uh,
0: a lot of allegations without any evidence. Um. I feel like the bill might have said super predators but i don't think joe biden's ever said it um the crime bill was bad and then also though just because trump has commuted a few sentences after a meeting with kim kardashian i think like a couple or a handful um doesn't mean that he's really done much for the african-american community and it's weird that that would be considered as such
2: generals are concerned We just got the support of 200, 250 military leaders and generals. Total support. Law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States I have.
0: That's amazing. That's, that's truly amazing that we're talking about race and now we're talking about, I have support of generals. I have support of law enforcement. I am the president of Law and Order. Sir, we're talking about how you would handle race issues in America.
2: Florida, I have Texas, I have Ohio, I have every, excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump. I don't think you have.
0: (laughs) And what's really funny is that the Portland sheriff uh, tweeted after this that he does not support Donald Trump and has never said that he does. That was, my friend sent me that tweet during the debate and I loved it. I loved that a lot.
2: any law enforcement you can't even say the word law enforcement because if you say those words you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters and why aren't you saying those words why don't you say the words law enforcement because you know what if they called us in portland we would put out
0: i'm just going to tell you right now uh they asked him how or what he would do about race issues uh law enforcement is his answer got
2: okay. that fire in a half an hour but they won't do it because they're run by radical left democrats if you look at chicago if you look at any place you want to look seattle they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back seattle minneapolis we got it back joe because we believe in law and order but you don't the top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and, in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it.
1: All right. I'll I want to return to the question of race. Vice President Biden, <laughs> after the grand jury in the Breonna Taylor case decided not to charge any of the police with homicide, you said it raises the question, quote, whether justice could be equally applied in America. Do you believe that there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country?
3: Yes, there is. There's, just, there's just systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in, in, in law enforcement, and in, in the, in the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. They risk their lives every day to take care of us. But there are some bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as President of the United States is call together an entire group of people at the White House, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work this out. So we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to to George Floyd. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it. But we have to have a system where people are held accountable when and, by the way, violence and response is never appropriate, never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. Violence is never appropriate. All right, what is peaceful President, protest? When they run through the middle President, of the town Trump, and burn down President your Trump, stores I, and kill
2: people President all over Trump, the place? That you is say peaceful, peaceful protest. protest. No, Trump. it's I'm not, not but you say it is. I President
1: Trump, I'd it. like to continue with yes, the issue ahead, of race. Please. I promise
0: we're going He just went out with baseless allegations of people being murdered. i <sighs> <sighs> get
1: to the issue of law and order please. in a moment.
2: Right.
1: This month... Your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end. it's funny Uh, to Trump law and order is the race issue and racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir?
2: I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical uh, revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools all over the place and you know it and so does what, everybody what, what else. Is radical, and he would know. What is radical oh, it was totally about racist. racial
1: sensitivity training? Sir. If
2: you were a certain person, You had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas.
0: Such as? Because that was Chris Wallace's question is, what is so radical? Uh, And what are these sick ideas? And
2: and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not
0: going to allow that. How? How are they teaching people to hate our country
2: to happen? We have to go back to the core values of this country.
0: They were teach. We have to go back to the core values of this country. OK, so a constitution written by slaveholders.
2: Teaching people that our country is a horrible place. It's a racist place. And they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm Don't not going to, to allow you. that to happen. But Vice President Biden.
3: Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's oh, the you, racist.
2: You, you just don't know.
3: Here's the deal I, I know a lot more about you this don't know. than you do.
1: Let him finish. It.
3: The fact is that there is racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like, what, what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important to people know. They don't want to, many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it's, it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grew up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat
1: racism in America. Vice President, I mean, President Trump, sir. During the
2: Obama-Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson, you look at you go to very many places look at oakland look what happened in oakland look what happened in baltimore look what happened frankly it was more violent than what i'm even seeing now
0: that's not true that's not true the protests were not to this extent as they were back in 2014 2015. um he's pointing out that yet again that there was civil unrest but it's also because the joe biden obama so far the government has not hold cops accountable Nothing has been done about qualified immunity. Obama did mandate uh, body cams, but for the most part, we did not actually do anything that we could to uh, alleviate racism within our institutions. To get rid of racism in our institutions. Abolishing the police may be the most radical thing to do, but it's kind of what you have to do with an institution that has been in place to protect property uh, that also included slaves. We have to build uh, an institution based on community protection. Nothing more, nothing less. And the community involves everybody. But the
2: reason... This is, is that ridiculous. the Democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order? Violent and you crime. still haven't
3: mentioned. Violent Are crime. you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow. Are you it, in favor of, of law order. and order? Go yes, ahead, You ask a, a, a question. question. Let him. Finish. Law lose. and order. Law and order. Him, him law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, violent crime went down 17 percent, 15 percent in our
1: administration. All it's right. gone
3: up when on his watch. Went down much more. He in had, all right, he we're, he we're now, you're, China, Mr. The President, you're going to. China, America, we Mr. President,
1: Mr. Mr. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk made, about law and order. Because we had trouble <laughs> with Democratic <laughs> one.
0: I like how Chris Wallace even acknowledges that he has not talked about what he could do to better the racial tensions in America, and that it, like he just keeps moving to law and order. Which, when you study the Republican GOP handbook, they use law and order as a dog whistle to. Uh, white supremacists it's it's been a dog whistle for a little bit at least since the 60s and 70s cities that's exactly my question there has
1: been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer particularly and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors but in fact there have been equivalent spikes in Republican led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth so the question is is this really a party issue I think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but
2: if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died, shot. If you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200% uh, crime. Republican it's, it is cities. crazy what's going on. Repu- and he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. Well, but it, if he it, ever got to run this country, and they ran it the way he would want to run it, we would have... We would our suburbs would way. be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone, and you would see problems
3: like you He never would seen know it. a right. suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much was Wait, go go ahead. Wait, a minute. I was, I was right. raised...
0: I know suburbs better than you. Um, It's the same thing that Trump said that he got rid of the low-income housing projects that were going to happen in suburban areas, effectively moving poverty away from suburbs, keeping the suburbs safe. It's uh, classist, and then in a way because of America making uh, the majority of its colored people poor, um, it's also racist
3: in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. as many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do
1: want to talk about this issue of law and order, though, and in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden-Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. Yeah. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support... It means... Uh, uh, let me, if I might finish the question, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support the Black Lives Matter a uh, call for uh, for community control of policing.
3: Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm not I'm totally opposed to defunding bad. the police officers. That was a bad answer. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need, when they show up for a 9-11 call, to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before, where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what in they're prevent-
0: talking about, That's- Chris. That's well, not with that, he's exactly. That's amazing that like he lays out what his thoughts are, which I don't agree with. But he, Trump is like, he's not that moderate. He's not that moderate.
2: Defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any would, law would you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement that's support. That's not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Uh, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look. ahead. I think we have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no, <laughs> Name right. one folks, law enforcement folks. group that folks. came think, out and supported I gentlemen, I think,
1: gentlemen, I think I'm going to take back the there moderator's role and I, want, and I want to get to another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent. In Portland, Oregon especially, we had a, more than a hundred straight days of protests, which I think you would agree, you talk about peaceful protests. Many of those turned into peaceful. riots. Mr. Vice President. You say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, hey, you gotta stop this, bring in the National Guard, do whatever it takes, but you'd stop the
0: days and months of violence in Portland? I don't hope- That's the thing, though. It's, it's the, it's the wrong way to go about this because even with, after Trump's, uh, federal troops went in, uh, the protests still continued after that. So, um, arresting people and beating them up, which has been the police's MO and the police have been given, you know, their orders from higher up. Uh, that's not going to stop Portland. It's not going to stop a lot of situations. Um, violence begets violence and so if the state continually uh suppresses the first amendment then you leave people with uh little options that's that's uh that's all i'm gonna say
3: whole public office now i am a former vice president i've made it clear i've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted it should be prosecuted, and anyone who commits it but should be prosecuted. But you've never called for the people, uh, the, the leader,
1: that. excuse me, sir. You had never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call it,
3: bring
0: in the National Guard, and knock off 100 days of riots.
3: They can, in fact, take care of it if he just...
0: Yeah, uh, Chris Wallace called it 100 day of riots. It's been 100 day of protests. I don't like that characterization because, you know, you can... Here in the United States, uh, in a lot of cities, people have organized in protests and that's when, um, even before it actually gets too rowdy from the protesters, they will deem a curfew is, in, is been set and anybody that is out past curfew will be considered as a rioter. So without any property damage being done, that can happen. Without any uh, people attacking police, that can happen. So it's a mischaracterization of the protest movements out in the streets.
3: Stay out of the way. Look, oh, here, oh, really? Here, oh, really?
2: Here's well, the that, thing. I, that, I that, sent sir, in no, the U.S. Marshals to get the killer no, of that, the young that, man that, in the middle of the street. They shot him. And uh, for three Ms. days, Portland wouldn't do Trump, anything. I had to in the U.S. Marshals. President they took Trump. care of business. Go ahead, yeah. sir. And,
3: and by the way, you know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I who? think <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. I don't
2: think that's she, right. said,
3: she that. said that. She said that. And so know. here's the. All right. But d- well, here's the point. Go the ahead, point Frank. is that that's what he is. Keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, "Let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this." What's he do? He just pours gasoline in the fire constantly,
1: and, every single solitary okay, time. Okay, and and to. End this. Button up this segment. I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized. Wait, do I have to answer his statement. No, I, you have Your repeatedly. Wait, you have just repe- one second. No, you've been talking he back and forth. You made a statement. I'm asking you. I would a, love you to know, end it. Sir, I would love to I, end, I, end I, it. You we know, know we if you very want to switch seats, we, we, we can very quickly. We can do that. But I send no, in I'm, the
2: national guard. It would be over.
1: There'd be no problem. Okay, but they don't want to accept the national guard. You have repeatedly criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist groups, but are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Sure, I'm willing to to do that, but I would say
2: say almost everything I see is from the left-wing.
0: Sure, I'm willing to do that. But it's left wing I condemn. Not from the right wing. So what are, you, what, are you you look, what are you saying? I'm,
2: I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I, it. Do it. Say it. Do You want to call him? What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacist Brad. Brad. White supremacist and white supremacist. would you like Harris.
0: me to condemn? White. He doesn't have to have a name. And I already went over this in the uh, yesterday's episode uh, with Ben Shapiro's uh, softness on Trump's softness. Um, Trump wanted a name because that at least gives him a bit of legitimacy to hand down to one of his right-wing militia groups. Um, and it's unfortunate that Biden gave him one that I think a lot of people aren't too familiar with. But uh, what we're about to see is not condemnation. Proud boys.
2: And right proud proud boy. boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because...
0: I don't know how anybody can consider that condemnation of right-wing militia groups. Stand back, stand by. Somebody has to do something about Antifa. That's the only way to read that. Because
2: this is not a right-wing own, problem, this is, is, FBI left-wing. Director this is threat- a left-wing. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist.
3: Antifa's an idea, not an organization, oh, you got it, not kidding. militia. That's what oh, his, his. FBI his okay. FBI director said, well then
0: gonna, you know what? No, no. that is what his FBI director said and antifa is not a organization Rose City antifa in Portland is somewhat of an organization, but antifa itself is uh sh- is just a shortened version of anti-fascism. It's a mobilization tactic for protests and it's a I guess an ideology to be anti-fascist. Because since fascism is an ideology, I guess the opposition of it would be an ideology as well. And, you know, I was surprised that Joe Biden had said that at that time because it wasn't condemnation of anti-fascism, which, um, you know, you would expect in a healthy democracy, but it was definitely a surprise to me. Um, But I, I already went over this entire segment in the Ben Shapiro episode that you can check out from yesterday um, I'm not going to go into it further. I have to actually break up the segment again for part three to finish it up. Um, but yeah, that was the that was a piss poor condemnation. It, it wasn't even one. It wasn't a condemnation. It was a sidestep. And uh, obviously it excited the Proud Boys who then changed their logo and made shirts. So let's just acknowledge that. Before we take another break, uh, we will be right back. With the next episode, uh, which is going to be the continuation of this, I am sorry that it's pretty jarring, but that's that's what happens when you are a poor, dumb rebel as myself. Please be ready for the next episode. We'll be back after this break.